0: I love Jesus I love Jesus I love you guys amen I love this church I love my pastor who just happens to be my husband I do I was thinking about that uh early this morning I was up I didn't sleep much of the night for y'all who needs all that sleep right you'll sleep in heaven but uh I was up and I was thinking about how much my life has changed because of the word. And not, not just any word, I mean I was raised in church. I went to junior women's meeting, I went to Bible study in my pajamas. You know, Sunday school, every Sunday morning, there were no sick days. If you didn't miss school, you definitely didn't miss church. It just, it just, that, that was just, you woke up every morning and you ate breakfast on Sunday and you got dressed and you went to church. And you went at, you know, church, you know, conventions came in town, union number one came in town. You did, you, you did that. So I was really good at being religious. I knew how to do religion. I mean, I can do church with the best of them. But it wasn't until... I connected with this house and this man did my eyes open up to the kingdom of God yes. 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 not the kingdom of a church right. I'm talking about the kingdom the kingdom of God yes. where where there is a a uh, place where you stop worrying about you and thinking about you and you rest your whole being on a God you can't see <laughs> but who you know is there. And how you allow the word to dictate every aspect of your life. You live by it. You, you, you move by it. The word is your being you know I was thinking about him and I'm, I'm like God I don't know I don't even know how it happened <laughs> you know I don't, I, I don't know I don't know how I don't you know single women stop trying to figure out how because the one from God you don't know how it just happens you know And so, you know, just, I just bless God for my pastor. And the wonderful life I lead, I have a good life, y'all. And sometimes I want to, like, dial it back and not, not, not say much about it. The Housewives of Atlanta ain't got nothing on my house. Orange County, New York, wherever, all the crazy shit. Nothing on my house. I mean, nothing on my house. We don't have to fight. We don't have to argue. He ain't tipping. I ain't tipping. He's not sipping. I'm not sipping. You know, we're not sad. We're not moping. I mean... And all that has to happen is we just got to allow this word to just shift you to just just stop thinking about the car and stop getting caught up in in the next house and stop getting caught up in the brand of this and the brand of that and and the and the and the oh, my goodness, it never ends. And just allow this kingdom to be formed in you. That's what Paul told the church at Galatia. He said, let the kingdom of Christ, let Christ, let him be formed in you. And it won't be long you won't be able to recognize yourself. Amen? Amen. Amen. Well, let's get to the word. I just had to say that. I thank God for my pastor. So I don't have any problem about cleaning collars on the shirt. Making sure those white t-shirts are white. Matching up his socks. Fixing his dinner. Pressing those sheets. Uh I ain't pressing those sheets. You don't have to. I just try to find ways to just show double honor. I, I just. I used to buy shredded cheese in the bag. I used to buy that till I learned that shredded cheese in the bag ain't as creamy and it don't melt right. So if I'm making him a salad, now I get to eat too and the kids get to eat, but you know, they're going to leave me, right? I got me a grate and I grate his cheese. 'Cause Cause it's creamier. It's creamier. That's just my husband, I love him. Go to John chapter sixteen. John chapter sixteen. I gotta grate the cheese. Grate the
1: cheese.
0: It's different. The one in the bag has cellulose in it to keep it from sticking together. But you leave grated cheese on the counter for three minutes, and it's just stuck. That's all right. It's good when it gets stuck together. Oh, it's creamy. My God. I'm just trying to help. (laughs) Amen. John chapter 16. That's. I'm just saying. Break the cheese. You know, honor takes some effort. If it's always all about you, I guarantee you there's very little honor. And I guarantee you where there's little honor, there's a whole lot of arguing. I guarantee you. Because everybody wants to be honored. That has absolutely nothing to do with my message. But if that helped one person. John chapter 16, verses 13 through 15. Let's read it together. It's on the screen. I have a King James Bible. Amen. Let's read it together. Go. How when he, the spirit of truth, is come. Oh, wait. Okay, wait. Y'all read with me, right? So we're going to obey those commas because it, it really helps the meaning. Yeah, it really helps the meaning. All right. Yeah, we're going to pause at those commas, full stops at those periods, and then we're going, okay, amen. Let's do it. Howbeit, when he, the spirit of truth, is come, he will guide you into all truth. For he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak and what will show you things to come. He shall glorify me, for he shall receive of mine and shall show it unto you. All things that the Father hath are mine. Therefore said I, that he shall take of mine and shall show it unto you, amen. Father God, we honor you and we bless you in this house. We love you. We love your word, God. We love even your presence, oh God. Everything about you, we love and we know that we need. Now God, as I minister this word, I am asking you, Father God, to let me articulate the spirit-revealed truths, God, with spirit-revealed words, God. Fill me up, overflow out of me, oh God. Let lives be changed today. I believe for that now. I believe that there's good ground in this house for the seed of the word. God, and I believe that a hundredfold return is always possible on the seed of the word. We thank you for it now. In Jesus' name, amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm going to read that same passage of scripture for you out of the Message Bible. and Y'all know me by now, and if you don't know me, I like the Bible. And I found out that you'd never get any debates after service about what you said if it was all scripture. Can't get any debates. Amen. It says this. It says, the spirit of truth will come and guide you in all truth. He will not speak his own words to you. He will speak what he hears, revealing to you the things to come and bringing glory to me. The spirit has unlimited access to me, to all that I possess and know just as everything the Father has is mine. That is the reason I am confident he will care for my own and reveal the path to you. That's the voice translation, excuse me. The message translation says it this way, but when the friend comes, the spirit of truth, he will take you by the hand and guide you into all the truth there is. He won't draw attention to himself, but will make sense out of what is about to happen, and indeed, Out of all that I have done and said, he will honor me. He will take from me and deliver it to you. Everything the Father has is also mine. That is why I've said he takes from me and delivers it to you. So the first time I read it from the voice translation, the second time from the message, but the, the, the point is clear in both of those. It's that the Holy Spirit is here to get you into everything God has for you. Everything God has for you, you're going to get there by way of the Holy Spirit. One last verse of scripture. Let's go to Romans chapter 8, verse 14. It says, for as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? For as many as are led by the Spirit of God, they are the what? Sons Sons of God. So today we're going to look at our prosperity guide. Anybody want prosperity? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. We need anybody need prosperity? Yes. Well, I'm gonna show you how to get there today, and I'm gonna tell you it's real easy. You probably already know it, but today we're gonna activate it. We need a prosperity guide. Yes. We can't get there on our own. We need somebody to lead us in the path that lead to prosperity. Now here's the first thing that we have to settle is that uh, our prosperity is always on God's mind. We know from 3 John 2, he revealed to John, he said this, Beloved, I wish above all things that you what? Prosper and that you be in health even as your soul prosper. We know Psalm 35 and 27, that the Lord, he takes pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. So your prosperity is always on God's mind. So do you know what that means? I can get my prosperity off of my mind. I don't have to spend another moment trying to figure out how to get to the place where my, my ends do more than meat. We're trying to get to the place where our ends overlap and wrap around and wrap around and wrap around and wrap around to the place that we've got enough for more than just ourselves. Well, we've got enough not not to bless your neighbor, not to bless your cousin. We're talking about what Deuteronomy said we ought to be doing and that's being able to be lenders to nations. Do you know how much prosperity it takes to be a blessing To a nation? Well, that level of prosperity is on God's mind. Now, here's the problem. We have not been allowing him to lead us into that level of prosperity. You know, we we get to a place where we think we figured it out and we detach and we start operating in what is familiar to us. Barbara taught us about that that first law, that law of promising, our, our, our reverting back to what we know and what's comfortable. So it does not shock me when somebody's running hard in this thing of the kingdom, and all of a sudden they hit this place where now they're back to financing, back to borrowing, back to talking like they're sick all the time. It doesn't surprise me, why? Because there's a natural tendency, I said a natural tendency, to revert back. But if you stay with the prosperity guide, you go from level to level to level to level to level. Here's what we've got to understand. God never intended for us to do life on our own. He never intended for us to chart our own course plan our own itinerary, and do life our way. God's plan from the very beginning would be that he would have these people, these beautiful people that were in his image and in his likeness that he would meet with all the time and talk to them about his plans and help them execute them. What do you think he and Adam were talking about every day in the cool of the morning? How to execute the plan. Once they got past how much I love you and how much you mean to me, they had to talk about how we're going to take this Garden of Eden and expand it throughout all of the earth. Well, God's plan never changed everything he has for us. He doesn't want us to go get it on our own. He never ever wants us to just wander and meander through life. Well, you just wake up because it's 7 and you get dressed because you got to go to work or you gotta go and then you eat because you're hungry and you, you know, you go and buy a car because you need a car. You go and find a place to live because you need a place to live. No, God is interested in taking you to, to that desired place. We quote Jeremiah 29 and 11, that he knows the plans that he has for us. Well, if he knows the plan, why won't we allow him to show us how to execute it? If he knows the plan, why won't we just allow him to lead us into that plan? We need a prosperity guide. We need somebody to, to show us, man, what it is that God has for us, what it is to to live in the kingdom and what that even looks like, right? You know, I'll, t- I'll share this with you, My fondest memory about a vacation was uh, I had to be 19 or 20, and our church took all of us to Washington, D.C. And when I tell you it was, for me, a life-changing trip, um, I learned things and saw things and experienced things that, that forever changed the course of my life. I mean, I was in school in Atlanta. But after that summer trip, I came home and I said, I'm not going back to Atlanta. I'm moving to Washington, D.C. And my parents, bless their hearts, okay. <laughs> and they just packed me up and took the brown Caprice Classic. Was it a Caprice Classic? What we yeah, and drove it all the way, bless God, to Washington, D.C., of course, I needed furniture, so we're, we're riding around DuPont Circle with a mattress tied on the roof of the car because <laughs> we're lost. But the reason that trip was so memorable is because the planners of the trip factored in an expense at the beginning for a tour guide. And that little lady from uh, Silver Spring, Maryland, we would pick her up every morning with the, the big bus, and she would walk around with this red umbrella and lead us all through the city and she would take us down to places like the reflecting pool and she'd show us how to stand at a certain spot and look and the the Lincoln Memorial would overlook it this way and the Washington Monument will reflect this way and the perfectly planted trees would reflect. And if you stood right at the right time, you could see it. She took us through the Smithsonian Museums and finally convinced us that dinosaurs were real because there is this big, behemoth skeleton, and she walked us through. She walked us through cities and showed us, man, showed us, man, just how awesome, how well planned, how well thought out Washington, D.C. is. She took us inside of the White House. Do you know, I didn't know how to get inside. But see, when you have a tour guide. (laughs) I said, when you have a tour guide. You are giving yourself access to things that you normally wouldn't know. You on your own and of your own accord, you don't know how to get into the White House. You don't know how to get into the Supreme Court. You don't know how to get into the, to the to the House of Rep. You don't know how. But when you've got somebody with you who says no, you've got to be at the gate at this time. You've got to wear this, you've got to do this, you've got to leave your camera in the car. You all of these things, she gave us an intimate access to Washington, D.C. that all of the other people who were there, who spent a lot of money, they were just walking, and they were tired, and they were frustrated, and they were mad, and they they couldn't they didn't know anything. All they knew was a little bit. You know, you got off a pamphlet outside of the Lincoln Memorial. You, you're not gonna read it, but when you're walking with somebody, who's made it their business to share with you everything they know, when they've made it their business to be prepared, man, to make sure that you have the best time you could ever have. Why would you ever do anything without a guide? Why would you do anything without a guide. You shop Ikea and you bring that big old box home. You lay it in the middle of the floor and all of those instructions that are in 17 different languages, you leave it off to the side and you begin to put it together and then when you're done, the bookshelf is leaning this way or the drawer won't close all the way. Why did it go wrong? Because you refuse to follow the guide. Well, I'm telling you this morning that we have a prosperity guide who will get you there? It's how God has always operated. He never wanted us to just figure it out. No, He makes the plan, He writes out the itinerary, and He knows what scenic route is most important to you. And he takes you down every tree line, every winding road. He takes you beside babbling brooks. Come on! He takes you beside green pastures. Why? Because he knows. I said because he knows what it is you wanna see. But more importantly, he knows what he sees for you. I mean, if he created me, Who knows better what really makes me happy? Right? So we need a guide. Got to have a guide. I mean, think about the children of Israel. On their way to their promised land, that land flowing with milk and honey. Hallelujah, that land with houses they didn't build, wells they didn't dig, come on, vineyards they didn't plant. How are they going to get there? How were they going to get there? How were they going to make it from Egypt to the promised land? There's no map, there's no GPS, there's no Google, come on. How were they going to get there? They had a guide. They had a pillar of cloud by day and a pillar of fire by night that led them. Man, how did they know? Do you know they wouldn't have made it two days without the guide? Because God knew that there was a people. A certain little region, he says that you're not ready to fight those kind. Don't mess with them. Those some bad boys right there. I want to take you around them. But without the guide, they would have went right. Most of us are getting tore out of the frame because we keep walking into things that we're not ready for, that we're not equipped for, that the guide really wants to lead us around. But if I keep separating from my tour guide, I keep detouring, I keep divagating. I keep diverging, I keep finding my own way and my own path, that's why nothing works out. That's why we keep getting to a place of frustration. But. It says here in our text that, man, the spirit of truth, he will guide us into all truth. Our prosperity God is the Holy Ghost. I said our prosperity God is the Holy Ghost. You don't know where your money is. You don't know. See, you keep going from boyfriend to boyfriend, girlfriend to girlfriend, job to job, city to city, because you're not operating with the guide. The guide knows who, he knows where, he knows why, he knows when, he even knows how. But if we keep separating, so the Holy Spirit, say that, say the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit. is my prosperity guide. When I say prosperity guy, he navigates the things of God for us. He goes out and he searches. Okay, so I like westerns. Anybody watch Wagon Train? Anybody know about Flint McCullough? Flint McCullough is a what? A a trail scouter. He goes out and he scouts the trail before the wagon train. Okay, guys. People wanted to go to California. They wanted to go to California. Remember, they settled in the east. But money was found out west. They found the gold in California. So everybody wants to move out west. San Francisco is bustling. Everybody wants to go to west. But in between Pennsylvania or Oklahoma, Kansas, wherever they were coming from, out to California, you run into a lot of things. The number one in the, uh, problem was the mentions. They run into the Apache. They run into the Hopi. They ran into the Cherokee. They run into a whole lot of things that they're not prepared for. They run into snow. They run into mountains. They run into roads that used to be there that were now impassable. They run into things. But what Flint would do, Flint would say, y'all stay here he rides two or three days' journey ahead of them, right, to find out what's going on, and then he comes back and says, hey, this is the way we've got to go. Well, the Holy Ghost does the exact same thing for us. He goes before us. He prepares. So that all of those things that could deter us, could destroy us, could discourage us, they can. See, we don't really even know what's in store for our lives unless it be revealed to us. We have no clue. Let's go to uh, Ephesians chapter 3. Just bless my heart when you all sing that this morning. Chapter 3, verse 20. And I'm going to read it from the Passion Translation. Never doubt God's mighty power to work in you and accomplish all this. He will achieve infinitely more than your greatest request, your most unbelievable dream, and exceed your wildest imagination. He will outdo them all, for his miraculous power is constantly. You don't know what you really like. You have no clue. I mean, you, you think you do what I know me. No, you're exactly right. You're basing what you want based on what you had or based on what you see somebody else with. But that ain't... But the Holy Spirit, he knows. Because he is hearing from God. He is the Spirit of God. So he is taking directly from your creator... Taking it and downloading it into you, into your spirit, into your spirit, into your spirit, spirit, because your soul can't handle it. Your soul can't handle it. So that's why God has to take things, and and, and they're really beyond you. If you saw where God really wanted you to live... if you saw how God really wanted you to drive, if you felt in your body the way God really wanted you to feel, your mind can't handle it. I remember one night I was sitting in bed and I was watching YouTube and Pastor started with these airplanes and I like airplanes because he likes airplanes but an airplane is not on my list. Now, the, it's on his list, but I support his list. So when I, he's watching airplanes, I'm watching airplanes. Oh, but I spotted something in the playlist. There were yachts. Now, I don't know where this affinity for a yacht in me came from, but I don't swim. <laughs> But when I tell you I have a subscription to Yachting Magazine, believe you me. So, and I don't cruise. But there's something about a yacht. But they were showing these yachts and they were showing what these yachts cost. They were getting ready for the Monaco a, a boat show where these super, super uber rich people come to sell their boats. Now, I'm looking at this and they weren't selling them because they were broke. They were selling them because they were uh, I'm over this one because they came out with something longer they came out with something faster they've got a new this and a new that and I, I don't want to reconfigure this one anymore but I'm sitting by this time he's asleep because the planes it's over but I'm sitting up and I'm watching this and it got me so to the place where now I'm standing up and I'm was listening to these people say, saying things like, I just spent, you know, $200 million on this boat, but I won't even see it for two years. I said, you won't see it. I said, they won't see it. I said, what do you mean, you won't see it for two? I said, you won't, what do you mean? And I said, what do you mean you won't see it for two years? You spend that much on something, you're supposed to drive it off the lot tonight. But they spent this much money on a boat that they won't even see it. It'll be in a foreign country being outfitted. Ostrich leather. Then they begin to show the plates that will go in the galley. I said the plates that were lined in ostrich leather, eel leather trimmed in gold that cost almost $2,000 a plate. Not a place setting, a plate. And I'm sitting there, and I said, "God, can I? God, can I? God, can I? I had a hard time." He says, "Girl, it ain't even been revealed to you yet." But my. Soul man, my mind, but my spirit? I knew it was in my spirit because I was standing up in the room in the dark with the TV on, hollering at it like, how God, we, what, Ugh. No, he couldn't sleep anymore after that because every few minutes I'm hitting him. You hear what these people spending? You hear how many houses these people have? You hear how many cars this man has in his driveway that he never, and they only take these boats out six weeks out of the year. Do you think God loves them more than he loves you? The way some of them were behaving, I'm not really sure God liked them outside of they are his creation and he wants them saved. But my God, the Holy Spirit, if I allow him, can navigate me to the place where I say, Sister Annie, take the yacht for a week. It's it's fully staffed. Five course meal every night, prepared by a world leading chef. Don't bring anything. Because I'll have them shop for you in all the ports of calls. You just, you just, you just, you just, just, this is how they do it. You just show up. You just, you just, you just, you just. He can exceed your wildest imagination. This is a prosperity journey, but you need A prosperity guide and it's the Holy Spirit first Corinthians chapter 2 verses 9 through 11 in the passion translation says it this way this is why the scriptures say things never discovered or heard of before things beyond our ability to imagine these are the many things God has in store for all his lovers anybody love God These are the many things, things beyond your ability to imagine. I mean, think about the last thing you said, I can't imagine that. Mm. I couldn't imagine a hundred chefs. I can't imagine 15 houses all in different climates. I can't imagine more cars than all of us in this house could drive. But he goes and does things that are beyond. I said beyond our ability to imagine. These are the many things God has in store for all his lovers. But listen to this, but God now Unveils these profound realities to us. So, what was beyond your wildest ma- imagination is now unveiled as your reality. See somebody. See you. Didn't. What was beyond your ability to even dream in Christ is now your reality. Come on, y'all. More than enough is your reality. He's guiding you into all truths. That's your reality. That's your reality. He became poor that you, through his poverty, might be made rich. That's your reality. I'm a I can't even imagine being rich. I could I can't imagine because you know it's so hard. No, 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 no. It's your reality. It's your reality. Oh, man, he, God, took on all your pains and all your sicknesses. Pastor Kim, I can't imagine what it must be like to get out of bed and your back not hurt. I can't imagine what it must be to get up and, and, you know, your head not be throbbing. I can't imagine what it must be like to to not sneeze when you go through the perfume section. of. I can't imagine. But your total health, Your divine life is really your reality. You got to work with it. But now he unveils these profound realities to us. Look how? By the spirit. So what was once unimaginable is now your reality, but it has to be revealed to you by the spirit. Yes, he has revealed to us his inmost heart and deepest mysteries through the Holy Spirit who constantly, who constantly explores all things. He's constantly exploring all. Aren't there some things and some people you really wanted and the Spirit just wouldn't let it be? But when you look back today, You say, Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hey! Because he's constantly exploring all things. He's constantly exploring. Oh, Not some things, he's constantly exploring all things. All things. All things. Do you know the Holy Spirit knows those things that are gaining value and those things that are losing value? Do you know he knows that those people who are superstars in high school, by the time they 40 ain't mine. God, mine. God, mine. What happened to you? High school, you had to have them. You just and now you look at it and you're like, oh the Holy Ghost knew that. I said, the Holy Ghost knew that. Somebody say thank you, Lord. In your Paschera voice, say thank you, Lord. Because the Holy Ghost, your prosperity guide, is constantly exploring and searching all things. (laughs) After all, who can really see into a person's heart and know his hidden impulses except for that person's spirit? So it is with God. His thoughts and secrets are only fully understood by His Spirit, the Spirit of God. What He has planned for you can only be compreh... Because I know people wanna know, well, why God got to have this thing between me and Him? I thought the partition was torn down, and you know, I could deal with God straight on. Why I got to pray in the Holy Ghost? Why I need to be filled? Why? cuz you can't handle I said because you in your flesh and your soul cannot handle what God needs to be revealed he's gotten He's got to break it down with something You know caffeine is 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 we like it You know it gives us a I had to stop with the caffeine. I found out it was giving me leg cramps, so I had to kick that caffeine out. Caffeine. Um, But I didn't know that. The Holy Ghost had to tell me that. But you know pure caffeine will kill you, Dad? We had a tube of it in the lab, and hey, you know, be careful how you use that. Because it needs to be diluted something that we so enjoy, you can't take it straight. It's gotta be, these things that God has planned for us, you can't take it straight.
1: Uh, come on.
0: Come on. Lord, you gotta break that down a little bit for me because I, I wanna go there. I wanna go there. But here's the truth, that scares me. Again. Thinking about how you clean that many houses. How you keep up with that many cars. How you insure that many cars. Come on now. You started thinking about things that. He don't need you thinking about that right now. So the spirit comes because the spirit understands. And the spirit knows you. Because he's dealing with your spirit. So the spirit knows what your spirit. Because they're in constant fellowship. Then he knows what your spirit can handle. It's supposed to be, but I'm gonna show you it has to be. And so he just drops little. He just drops little. He just drops little. And all of a sudden, you start to grow up on the inside, okay? So the Holy Spirit is, say, He is is. my my prosperity guide. Now, what is He guiding me into? See, my guide changed my life with a tour of DC. I mean, when I say, I like that city a lot I mean I like that city a lot it's a beautiful city and I had my season there but you know I wouldn't have known the beauty of that city I saw so many things I know you know okay bless the Democrats um, amen but man to see it you know at 19 20 years old I had to be 19 uh Bill Clinton being inaugurated, and to hear Aretha Franklin sing, and hear sounds of blackness sing, all for free, on the Washington Mall, and I'm just this kid out there with her back, not a friend in the world. I said, not a friend in the world. Me and my backpack, and I'm sitting there like. They had to know she's from some, because see, this is pre-St. Pete what St. Pete is. This was when St. Pete in downtown Central was abandoned. Nobody had St. Pete but the, you know. But man, what she opened my eyes to. That I, you mean I can go to the museum every day for free? I can, you mean I can walk into all of that for, I can go stand and look at the Hope Diamond as long as I want to and nobody It's in the Smithsonian, you have to see it, it's just big, it's, oh, but I wouldn't have known that without a guide. So we can't comprehend the things that God has for us without our guide. So a guide always operates in in an area, a region, a realm. Well, the Holy Spirit operates in a realm. It's called the kingdom of God. It's called truth. It's called Christ. It's our realm of experience. See, sometimes we treat Christ too much like an external factor than what he really is, the embodiment of the kingdom. I want us to start seeing Christ as a place and not just a feeling. See, because when you treat him like a feeling, when the feeling's gone, the feeling's gone away, you're gone. When the praise team isn't singing your song, when pastor ain't laid hands on you this week, when somebody didn't come to you with your word, then all of a sudden you're back to being ordinary, normal, and regular. No. The Holy Spirit is trying to teach us how to operate in a realm called Christ. He's trying to get us to a place where our in Christ's image... Is not out here, but it's in here. It is the kingdom of God. We know from Luke 17, right, that the kingdom does not come with observation, 1721, but it is what? It's within us. Ephesians 5:5 tells us that is the kingdom of Christ and of God. So I want us to start seeing Christ as a place. And the Holy Ghost's job is to help you navigate Christ. It's to show you all the things that you have in Christ, those incalculable, unfathomable, inexhaustible riches of Christ. The Holy Ghost, the Holy Ghost, that place on the inside of you. So when I allow the Holy Ghost to be my tour guide, right, and he knows Christ because that's where he works, right? He works in Christ. So he comes and he says, hey, don't wear that this week. Hey, don't say that. Hey, don't go there. Hey, oh, that thought, that thought, take that thought. That's not your, take that thought. Because that's, why is he? Because he knows the picture Christ has for you. Oh, y'all leaving me. Come back. He knows the picture that Christ has for you. So when when we want to look that way, act that way, be that way, speak that way, go those places, he's in there saying, ah, ah, no, 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 don't do that because that does not line up with the big picture of what God has for you. You don't know it yet, but you're going to be uber wealthy. But if you keep tarnishing your reputation, I don't care how much money I give you, you won't be able to get it. He knows that. 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 I don't want to go to college. I don't want to do that. I don't want to go to school. I don't need no degree. I don't need to go to high school. I don't want to play football. God knows something. He knows that he might have you building schools and not playing football. But if you keep letting you and your flesh be your guide, you miss out on, I said you'll miss out on what Christ has planned for you. And I'm going to tell you, it far outweighs, it far I did not want to marry a pastor. I did not want to marry a pastor. I had a brother who was a pastor. I met his friends who were pastors. And ain't no way in the world, ain't no way in the world, lest I'm carrying a 40 caliber, will I marry one of those. For deep understanding, 40, I'm trying to knock the 40, I'm trying to knock the water out you. I'm trying to separate the blood from the water. You know, I'm trying to. Yeah. Yeah. I don't want no 22. No, because some of those pastors are something else. And I saw some things. And I heard some things. And I witnessed some things. And I didn't want to be a part of that thing right there. Come on. Come on. Ain't going to be no way. What? People tell me, well, oh, I want to marry a pastor. Ooh. You better be spirit. Led. But the, the spirit just kept navigating my life. And the day I completely said, okay, God, I'm done. I've listened to me. I've listened to my friends. How about I just go ahead and listen to you? Because this thing ain't working out. And it wasn't a matter of weeks. I said it wasn't a matter of weeks. See, the reason it's taking so long is because you're on the detour. You're not on the tour. You left the lady with the red umbrella. I said, you left the lady with the red umbrella. But as long as you were with the lady with the red umbrella, everything that you were supposed to see and experience, you saw and experienced on time. I said, on time. See, because the tour guide always kept us on time. And a lot of us our stuff was supposed to have already manifested, but we kept detouring because we weren't with our God, so we were always late. You made it, but you're late. You made it, but uh he married somebody else. You made it, but somebody else got the opportunity, wrote the contract. Come on got the job signed the lease come on now got that sweetheart deal on that sweet one owner that was sitting there waiting on you but because you wouldn't let the spirit guide you someone else got the book. well it's got my name on it that's fine you late you late so the spirit is our guide and he's guiding us into all truth. The truth is anything that the kingdom possesses. The truth is anything that's in Christ. The truth is anything that's in this word. Sanctify them, separate them by your word. Your word is truth. So the the Holy Ghost is helping us navigate this word which is our prosperity manual. It shows us what prosperity is supposed to look like. I said it shows us but without a God, you can't get there. I mean, just for a moment, go back over all of the people we like to talk about in the Bible. Tell me, what is Saul without a Samuel? Do you know the Spirit came on Saul through Samuel? What is David without a Samuel? Nothing but a sheep herder. What is Joseph without the Spirit guiding him? Nothing but a sheep herder. Do, do you see this? What is Paul except the Spirit got on him? What is Paul without the Spirit guiding him? Nothing but a murderer. A religious murderer. Come on, without the Spirit, we're nothing. We're just wandering, marking time. Just marking time. Well, I'm 47. Well, I'm 61. Well, I'm 83. Well, I'm 92. Okay, but what did you lay hold of? Because God is trying to get us to total life prosperity. So when the spirit comes, he will guide you into all truth. But guess what? I've got good news. Go to Acts chapter 2, verse 1. And when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were all with one accord in one place. Verse 2. And suddenly there came from heaven as a rush as a sound from heaven as of a rushing mighty wind. And it filled all the house where they were sitting. And there appeared unto them cloven tongues like as a fire. And it sat upon each of them. Verse four. And they were all filled with the. The So the Holy Ghost is what? He's He's come. So what we read in John 16 was speaking up. Front ahead but can I tell you from where we're standing now we're looking back because the Holy Ghost has already come he's already on his job guiding you into all truth unveiling revealing leading you into everything God has for you this is that which was spoken of by the prophet Joel this is that you're going to get to that place If you allow the Holy Spirit to lead you, will you stand and you say, this is that?
1: This is that, that's
0: right, come on. Oh, come on, come on, just dream with me a little bit. Just dream, get on my yacht. It's big enough for all of us. Now don't put your shoes up on that leather because I gotta gotta get acclimated. You know, when you ain't used to something you had, you you, ain't still new to me, D. So don't put your feet up on my furniture. But let yourself dream. Let yourself, I said let yourself dream. This is that. This is that. This is that. This is, that. This, is this is that. Man, we're all going to get there if we stay with the Holy Ghost. So the good news is that the Holy Ghost has already come. So you're, you're, you have full access to this tour. I said, you have full... Act. Now, people try to... People try to get in on your tour. I said, people try to get in on your tour. Other people try to, you know, if I just stick close. If I just stick close, I can... Stick and close ain't gonna cut it. Not on this tour. Now, listen, I wanna... Let me, let me say this, because I just feel leading the Holy Ghost to say this. Now, allowing the Spirit to lead you into your prosperity costs a lot up front. And I'm not gonna fool anybody into saying, it doesn't cost you a lot up front. You know, to have that tour guide, to lead all of us around D.C. on that bus, you know, oh, it costs. But do you know what's so beautiful? Our families and our churches, our church, rather, was willing to pay the cost. Our deacons stepped in, and I tell you, they made up some of the difference. You know, this is just how, you know old church. You know. Not that our deacons wouldn't do that, because we have very de- generous deacons, but I'm just saying, back then, you know, we were doing things that, y'all doing what? They took us to the Grand Canyon, guided tour, Las Vegas. We saw things, but there was always some sort of tour, because if you're going to get anything out of it, but it costs you up front. Okay, if I were to go to the Dolly right now, right? Beautiful museum. I've not been yet, but I might go look, but Dolly seemed kind of strange.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: he like kind of way out there, I don't know, I don't, I don't know, he seemed a little left for me. But but I looked it up, and I said, I said, God, what does it cost, you know, if I wanted a tour there? You know, you have to pay, if it's a group under 10, 100 extra dollars. And if it's a group over 10, you got to pay $10 extra per ticket to have somebody explain to you why they built that museum that way. Why is that glass that way? What was he thinking and doing when he painted that and did that and sketched that? You know, you got to pay for it. Can I tell you something? In the spirit realm, you got to pay for it. Having the spirit lead you might cost you some family. It might cost you some friends. It might cost you some things you thought you had to have. It might cost you some things you liked so much. It might cost you to cut off some things, take up some things, learn some things, stop some things. But when I tell you what you pay, what you get in return far outweighs. I said it, far outweighs. Far outweighs the cost. You know, kids, listen to me. God wants you prosperous. God does not want another student in this house in debt trying to get an education. God doesn't want another young lady to have any more babies without there being a husband. He don't want, that's not his plan. Now, does he love the babies? And do I love the babies? I love the babies. I love the babies. That's, I mean, to me, that's kingdom growth. I mean, I ain't got to train you up. No, you just going to come ready. Hey, I'm down with that. But the prosperous life, I said the prosperous life, the way God has it planned out is so that it doesn't have to be a struggle. You ain't got to beg anybody for a case of diapers. Ain't got to fight him for milk. I got to fight you for milk for your baby? I got to fight you for milk? But because, take this and love me, because we couldn't make the decision up front to stay with the prosperity God. There's a hard road, we detour. And oh God, we can get back on the road, right? I said we can get back on the road, right? I said we can get back on the road, right? Now we might be limping at first, but the key is I'm back on the road. Now don't keep that limp, because he restores all things, and you'll look up, and then you're running, and you're prospering, and you're increasing. So I don't want to hear anything about anybody's detour that they made. Well you know, I just, you know how you just that we could Thank you. Because I am known for telling people to shut up. But Lamika did it this time. Because it's a journey. And you can get on with the guide at any of the stops. Just get on. You know why you can get on? Why? Because you have access. I said, because you have access. Remember I told you about people trying to jump on a tour? See, you can't just jump on this tour. See, you can't get on the tour because you hang with somebody who's on the tour. Well, my grandmama was on the tour. I know the Holy Ghost led her. My auntie was on the tour, so I'm going to just stick close to her. My cousin was on the tour, so I'm going to just hang out with them, and that's going to get me that. No, because see, when you get in those places, that did require a ticket. They needed to. Choo-choo, choo-choo. They need to make sure. Here's your ticket. You've got to be a son of God. Let's go back to Romans eight fourteen. You've got to be a son. I said you've got to be a son for as many as are led. I said are led, are led for as many as. That means you've got to make the decision to be led. He wants to lead you. He's standing out there saying, hey, come, hey, hey! sign up with me. I know all the goods. I know the best restaurants. I know the best places to view things. I know everything there is to know about this life. Hey, but for as many. See, that doesn't mean all. And I wanted to read that all are led by the Spirit of God and their sons, but not all, right? So, keep going. For as many of the spirit for you have not received the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption, whereby we can cry daddy God. Come on. The spirit itself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God. For 17 and if children He's your prosperity guide. The Spirit's bearing witness with your spirit. And if you are children, then you are heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ, if so be. If so be. You suffer with him. You pay the cost for the tour. I said, if you pay the cost for the tour. I said, if you pay the cost for the tour. Right? For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time. <laughs> are not worthy. I said, are not worthy. I don't cry about your past. It's not worthy to be compared. What with the glory which shall be revealed in the glory is going to be revealed in us because our prosperity, God is walking us right into everything that glorifies God. Now we notice something in that passage of scripture. Verse fourteen talked about sons, right? for as many as our sons. But by the time you get down to, I think, verse 16, 17, it switches over to talking about children. Well, why didn't he just keep saying sons? Well, here's why. Because sons is just the entry level. Okay. Being a son is no different than being a disciple. If you go back to John 16, right, where we were reading that passage there, Take me back to John 16, verse 3. Howbeit, when he comes, the spirit of truth, he will guide you. Who is the you? Who is he talking to? You got to drop down, I think, to like verse 17. Let me see. This he said, then said some of his disciples. So who is he talking to? He's talking to his disciples. He's talking to those who just said, I believe, I'll go with you. I like you, Jesus. I like you, Jesus. I'll go with you. Oh, I like you, Jesus, and I'll go with you. I like you, Jesus. I like this thing you're teaching, Jesus, and I'll go with you. But can I tell you something? Discipleship will not get you into your heir, your kingdom, your life. Lar- oh, no. No, discipleship just means you're a pupil. It just means that you, you, you're studying him, that you're learning from him. Now, when you step over into being led, you step over into your sonship. Or as you'll see in the Greek, you go home and study it, you're heroes. You're just an offspring of God. So you get to this place where you start to look like him. Okay. I look like God. I'm more than just a disciple. And I, I think that's where most of us are. We're more than just a disciple. We're sons. We, 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 we look like him. We act like him. I'm learning what to say. You know, it's like this. Anybody have children, you got more than one, and you know that they're, they're, they got, all got different personalities and you gotta love all of them with all of their different personalities and all their different ways. Bless God, I've got four. And when I tell you all four personalities are as different as, they're like night and day. All, I mean, you don't know who you're gonna get. Bless, I love my babies. And they're all our offspring. They're all, now there's some, a couple that act like dad, there are a couple that act like mom, there's a couple that, you know, I'm just going to say couple because they don't know who I'm talking about. It's a couple who, a nice mix of both of us. It's a, but regardless of what you do, you line all of us up in a family photo, which we just recently did, and we all look alike. I said, now how in the world am I standing up in this picture looking like my husband? <laughs> With a dress on. <laughs> no, for real, it's all of a sudden like his forehead is like my forehead. And I'm like, what in the world happened? Oh, they know my response my response was i'm so glad we didn't buy a bulldog because he wanted a bulldog wouldn't have been bad if all of us were standing up in a picture and the bulldog looked like all of us oh, see i think like that and they always look at me like mom what you talking about but y'all seen those people they started oh but at the beginning of this journey When we decide, okay, I'm going to let you lead me, we just look like, we're just sons. We're just offsprings. But when you get to that child of God, that's the Greek word technon. That's a mature son. You're ready to receive your inheritance. You're not just messing around with this thing. You've made walking with God, being led by the Spirit, your lifestyle, and now you can partake of all the wonderful things, I said, partake of all the wonderful things that we saw Jesus with, we can have them. All the things that we see God, what does God have, y'all? Have y'all ever so read Revelations, to the end, like 21, and look at how God rolls. See, we get excited about 10 karat gold in 2018. I got me a little 10 garret gold ring, D. You take care. And then you get a little better, right? And you get your little 14. You spend you about $1,400, you know, on a little thin bracelet. I mean, people like Pandora. You go get the Pandora bracelet, gold, it's going to cost you $1,200. It's going to cost you $1,200. That's no B's. It's going to cost you $1,200. Right? But Jesus, God, his kingdom is pure gold. Now, in today's standard, we call pure gold 24 karat. Now you can go buy 24 karat. Cartier, you can go get it. It's very soft, but you can get it. Cartier sells it. But God ain't even talking about that. I said, God ain't even talking about that. He's talking about a gold so pure it's clear. Yeah. You're an heir of that! Oh, see? Yeah, your soul got see your soul can't take that. But your spirit just leaped when I said that. You're an heir! Oh, we don't fight over mama's house. <laughs> siblings don't fight. It needs a termite treatment. It need a new rule. It needs windows. And we fighting over it. But I'm talking about your heir of a kingdom where the 12 foundations are awesome stones that the gates thereof are pearls. That is pure, pure gold, diamond, beryllium, every, everything you can name. It's you're an heir. You're an heir of divine life. You're an heir of no sickness, no sniffles, no headache. Oh, come on now. No toothache, no growing old. You're an heir of that. But we've got to become mature children of God. It's reserved for sons. Look at this. Go to uh, John 14, 17 in the New King James for me. The tour is reserved for sons. My God. My God. It says the spirit of truth whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him. Say, I know him. I know. For he dwells with you and will be in you. He lives in the kingdom of Christ. First, uh, next verse, look at this. I will not leave you orphans, I will come. Too many in the body walking around like orphans because they won't receive their prosperity God. Too many in the body of Christ, you know how orphans live, y'all. If, if you got orphans into the best orphanage, it's still not where we wanna be. I don't wanna eat that every day, I don't wanna share a room. I don't wanna wear donated clothes. I don't want, you know, somebody's broken toy that they 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 left. You know, I saw that food that came in that food pantry. I saw that big bin of stuff people donated thinking that someone wanted to eat that. Oh, yeah. I mean, it was they were talking about stuff that was open and rolled down with a clip on it yeah. and you donated that garbage? Yeah. Expired food. Yeah. But that's what they'd give to an orphan. But you're sons and children of the Most High God. So what do you get? He says, I won't leave you orphans. You get the best. I said, you get the best. I said, you get the best. The best heaven. Not the best earth can give you. The best that heaven has to offer. It's yours. Why? Because you know him. But here's the key. We've got to make sure, and I'm done, that we don't grieve the Spirit. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 30. We've got to stop grieving the Spirit. We've got to stop making him sorrowful. 1 Thessalonians 5, we've got to stop quenching him. How do we grieve him? We'll go back to children again got children and and you want to just you just want to love them and and bless them and help them and lead them and and you know you know what God has for them you know and you and and then they and then anybody ever had their kids just hurt your feelings tell the truth parents have your babies ever just hurt your feelings (laughs) and they started two years old when you want to tie their shoes and they take their foot away and say no I got it I can do it. No, I just want to help you. Yes, well. yes. My Olivia, bless her heart, she was taking chemistry this last semester and um, she did extremely well. There were days I'd walk away and I'd tell my husband, dog, own it, she's smarter than me. Because <laughs> mm. I had to work. I had to, you know, I had to, you know, I got to, okay, A plus B, I got to grind with this thing. But I watch her, she'll sit on the sofa. Y'all, you got to see how this thing look. And I'm like, I wanted to fuss the first time I saw it. But then the Lord told me to leave that alone because, number one, you're not paying for it. And she's proving herself. So you just go on down to your room and let her be. But she's got this chemistry book or macroeconomics on her lap right? She's got one earbud in, yep. sometimes two with the phone plugged in, watching some movies from the 50s. Yep. But then she's got the iPad sitting like down on the, yep. with a whole nother something playing on it. Uh-huh. This girl can't be doing it. She, she can't be. So I walk in, hey, you, you, you. Because she's taking chemistry. That's, 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 that's my thing. So I walk in, I say, hey, you need some help? She almost looked at me like, what made you think of no? I'm good! Because to me, it looked like you stalling. What, what, you, what you doing? And then she took the college algebra and she knocked that out of the box, too. And uh, she'd be sitting at the table, because, you know, math, see, I, I might be able to get her in math, deep, because she got to take the input out of here for math. She, Oh God, I gotta work this again. <laughs> I say, Olivia, would you like my help? Uh-uh, uh-uh. mm-mm, mm I'm gonna figure that. I'm like, oh. and I walk away. I, my feelings hurt, cause I just, I just, I just, I just wanna, I just wanna help you. So I go to my room. <laughs> Kicking rocks. <laughs> okay, I'll go do something else. I guess I got to get my own little hobby down here. Cause they don't want my help. They don't want my help. Dude, they got to... <sighs> But that's how we do the Holy Spirit. Yes. Mm. Yes. Oh, yes. Oh, I need a car. I need a car. I need a car. I believe you, God, for a car. I got five dollar seed on a cool. <laughs> and the Holy Spirit is saying, Hey, I got a car for you.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, I, I got a car for you. Isaiah 30 promised us something that our teachers would not be hid from us any longer. That he'd be right behind us saying, hey, hey. This is the way walk in it. Yeah. Hey, I, I gotta, I gotta, I gotta, hey, I gotta, hey, hey, the car only needs rotors. Hey, 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 the car only needs rotors. Can you be, can you believe me, for $600, dollars we'll we get that rotor, and you can drive your, I just need a car.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: Take it Robert, can you agree with me, for a car, because I just
1: need a car.
0: <laughs> You know those rotors, you know the mechanic pastor used, he'll do those, he might do them for five. So what you do is you detour. And I separate from my guide who said for $600, I can get some nice rotors put on that car. And Now you down here at Auto Way, you down here at Auto Way in that little room and your poverty guide, I said, and your poverty guide just got you to sign on $27,000 for seven years. Baby, that say 19% interest? No, you don't see that to the end. Bless God, Not a God. Can you be excited with me?
1: <sighs> <sighs>
0: Amen. What'd you say? Two ninety-six for seven years. Well, praise.
1: God.
0: <laughs> well, well. Here's what you're gonna want to do. You're gonna want to get ahead of that interest. Uh, you want to get a, You want to go ahead and get ahead of that. Now you can get back on the tour, but you will not have to. You want have to pay these people. But you have to pay them people. You got. You got. You got. Because the wicked borrow and don't repay. Oh, you got to pay them people. But here's what you want to do: get back on the tour. I said, get back on the tour. Lord God, I detoured. I got over into my flesh. I'd much rather have been paying that $600 for those rotors, but I believe you, Jesus, for this $49,000, I'm getting ready to pay for this $20,000 car. Hey, God, you can do it, and he'll do it, and he'll do it. You're going to pay 49 dollars on that twenty-seven. dollars <laughs> but God will do it. But I want you to know that you hear him. My sheep hear my voice. You hear him. No, you hear it. Yes. Remember, we just read over in John 14, you know him. But can I tell you, you know him and you hear him. Right. I don't know, Pastor Kim, I keep getting in. The, I don't, I don't, yeah, you hear him. We talked about this Tuesday. At least, you no, know, I'm about to prove to you you are hearing. You know, the, the, the spirit, your prosperity guide, part of prosperity is divine life. Supernatural health operating in your body. It's, yeah, it's that. You know when you're standing in Culver's by yourself and you're not snuck in there, and you're going to get you that value pack? And you're standing there, and you get this dance. I'm about to eat a double. I want cheese, curds, and a custard. Who you talking to? No, no, really. Who did you just have that whole conversation with? About to, who did you just have that conversation with? The Holy Ghost. Because the Holy Ghost told you, don't do that. And you walked in there and said, I'm about to get me up. I'm about to eat this. You sitting at the table, you got it. I said, You sitting at the table and you done gave them your $12. Ask me how I know. Yeah. And you got one earbud in and the salmon on the table, and you know, spread it out. You got the marinara sauce for the cheese curds. Go, oh my goodness. And here's what you say Oh, I'm about to eat all of this. Right. Who
1: are you talking to? Yeah.
0: I said, Who are you talking to? You're not talking to, you talk to yourself. You hear his voice. He's saying, "Don't eat all that." Right, What? Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 Well, I ain't stunned no light bill. I'm about to. I'm about to. I'm about to buy these shoes. I don't. I'm about to. Which one work? Which one work? Oh, I'm about to buy these. I'm about to buy these shoes. Who are you talking to? Because it's you at the counter. The sales clerk is assuming already that you're about to buy the shoes. Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Alone on a Sunday morning, outside I hear the rain is
1: falling,
0: (laughs) I just gotta talk to her one more time, I just gotta talk to her one more time, who you talking to? Who are you talking to? Who are you talking to? Could it be the spirit who said, leave him where he is, let her be, stop it? Oh, you hear his voice. It's just that we've mastered the craft of grieving and quenching, but no longer. This is the year of great manifestation. I said, this is the year of great manifest Things beyond your wildest dreams. Then we got this word about monstrous. Right. Yes. Don't let this stuff go. Monstrous manifestation. Yes. Things too big for your soul. Your, things you can't even talk about. How I testify. Lord Jesus. How I, I, I testify. This, you can't even make this. How I testify about this? How, oh, Lord, how I tell, how I, ooh. I tell this, Jesus. But we're only going to get there if we master being led by the Spirit. I said we've got to master. We've got to become mature sons. Whatever he tells me to do, I do it. Whether my soul and flesh likes it, wants to, I gotta do it. I gotta do it. Why? Because in that kingdom, in Christ, dwells the fullness of the Godhead. Bodily. What is that? First Corinthians 2? Is that 1 Corinthians 2 and 9? Yeah, I think I might have sent that to you. First Corinthians 2 and 9. No, that's not it. Colossians 2:9. Colossians. Did I send it to you? In the passion, I did. Yeah, she's back there, my girl back there. She handles me. This is why the scripture says, things never discovered or heard of. No, that's 1 Corinthians, Colossians. I didn't give you that? Nope, okay. But in him, if you'll give it to me on the screen, in the King James, for in him dwells all. In Christ, in him dwells all. Of the fullness. In him dwells all of the fullness. You just need somebody to help you get in there. You just need somebody who already has access to give you access, to guide you and help you navigate through all of that stuff that you can't. Wow. It's in Christ. Amen. Oh, anybody gonna yield to their prosperity, God? Say this. Say, I might not get it all the time, but whatever he says to me, I'm going to do it. Wherever he leads me, I'm going to go. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's how we get there. Hallelujah. Stand to your feet. My God. He's our prosperity guide. Lean our total persons on Christ and his spirit. Lord, we thank you today. Father God, we love you and we bless you in this house. We thank you for the gift of the Holy Spirit, our prosperity guide. God, we're going to get out of the way. We're going to get out of the way. We're going to stop quenching. We're going to stop grieving. And we're going to do whatever it is you tell us to do by your spirit, oh God. God, we want everything that we've outlined and seen in your Bible, in your word, In this truth yes spirit lead and guide us in all the truth God we set our expectation on divine life hallelujah of running and never getting weary God we, we set our expectation father God on being rich not this earthly worldly kind of rich or kind of success but we want enduring riches That it can only come from you and your spirit, oh God. God, we want everything that you have for us. So we get out of the way. We say, Holy Spirit, lead and guide us. Thank you for your spirit, Father. We thank you, God, that when you speak, we do indeed hear your voice. We love your voice. It's never a hindrance. It's never a bother. God, we thank you for that still, small, sweet voice that says, this is the way. Walk in it. God, we're going to walk in it. We're not leaving anything on the table for the devil or his imps. But everything that you have for us, we will lay hold on it. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Shout, rich people.